Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner, Angel Masonette, and we are both retired NYPD detectives. And we'll be uh, discussing, breaking down, and trying to find the human and funny side of uh, the crime stories that have made headline news this past week. But before we do that, we uh, I want to check in with Angel and see how his... Uh, Last week, you, you weren't with us because you had an engagement. I saw that you went to, um, I, I think you have a, a relative or something that just graduated from a police academy. Yeah, so my future daughter-in-law's brother was sworn into a police department up here in Orange County, New York. So I went over to show some support. He's a real good kid. And um, I've mentored him a little bit. And um, so uh, I went to show some support and I was there for his uh, swearing-in ceremony. So it was good stuff. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. You lost me at your, your brother-in-law's, sister-in-law's, third cousin. What happened? Who is this kid to you? My future why did you, daughter. Why did you miss the show? Wait, who is this kid to you? So this is the kid who just found some random graduation and went over there. He's actually he's actually also my emergency plumber because he works for HVAC company. Oh, up here. okay, okay. So I, I have that. to. So I get it. Every no, time, I get it. Every time I have an issue opening my pool house, right? First world problems. I have a pool house. And for those of you that don't know, every uh -huh. time I issue have an issue opening the pool house because there's a fucking something wrong with the pipe, uh -huh. he comes and he rescues me. So he's a good kid. I love him. My son is marrying his sister. So I wanted to go show some Okay, support. okay. Really yeah, 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 all right. Now I get it. Your son is marrying his Okay, I get it now. That was a nice <laughs> thing that you did. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this guy is looking Puerto for Rican, every, every It's a Puerto Rican-Italian thing, you know, because you know, they're Italian with Puerto Rican, so, you know. It's... At first, it sounded like this guy is looking for every excuse not to, not to come <laughs> in to, to work every week. No, but now I missed I you guys. It. It's about you, the, you know, it's about the pool. I get it. I get it. Absolutely. I missed you all. Are you kidding me? I missed you all. I hate missing these uh these no, shows. This is good. I know I know you enjoy it. I'm just kidding. Um I was in South Carolina this weekend. Oh, that's right. You went to Myrtle Beach. Yeah, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What a beautiful place. And you know what? I'm just thinking about uh, my girlfriend took so many nice pictures. I should have freaking brought her. Oh, you know when you think of something and it's too late. I'll just put I'll post them on um Somewhere I don't know. I fucked up. I'll, I'll put them up yeah. next week. South yeah, Carolina is no. South Carolina is beautiful, by the way. It is. Uh, it's it's just a uh, yeah. such a. a I, I went there to do shows. My friend James De Benedetto, he um he produced comedy. Uh, yeah, he produced uh, comedy shows in um, New Jersey and Pennsylvania for I don't know. I did shows with him for I think eighteen years. Eighteen years, wow! Yeah, headline shows for him for eighteen years, but now he moved to South Carolina and he opened up a place over there now. So I, I flew down there to uh, perform in his opening weekend, and it was great. And there was a lot of uh, retired members of the service, and there was a lot oh, of yeah. people, <laughs> you know, because they have people from down south there, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of transplants. You know, there's a lot of people from up east that went down there, <clears throat> yeah, and apparently. Uh, if you need a job, and and I know your application, you you put that you're from up north, all your jobs are from you're not going to get hired. <laughs> that, no, that's that's a thing. It's a it's a real it's a real life thing over there. Uh, they they uh, down south they protect their own, even though they're moving in like cockroaches. Um, you know, the, there's the no a there's no a in cockroaches. Okay, no, the, the southerners they stick it's together, not cockroaches. man. Cockroaches. No, the listen, so. I, I told you uh, um, in August, I got promoted in my current uh, place of employment, which we won't name. But um, the gentleman that I replaced uh, moved to Lexington, South Carolina, and he's a uh, school resource officer out there. He's also oh, okay. retired NYPD. So he's down there. Yeah, yeah. Good man. Yeah, there's a lot of them, man. They came to the show uh, in force, and it was a great, great night. And uh, and it was a fun weekend, man. I really, yeah. I, I really thought... <clears throat> North Carolina, uh, South Carolina was beautiful and they're so nice over there and, uh, you know, and they're friendly and they, uh, you know, um, uh, everybody's friendly to everybody's friendly to you because you're handsome. It's different. No, no, no. I'm just saying they like, you, you know, get treated differently because you're cute. So people they, are friendly with you regardless. They move at a, at a, at a different pace. Don't ignore you know? my compliments. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, they, they didn't even have a chance to see my face. I'm like standing. Be I'm just <laughs> waiting to uh, get it, get in this hotel that they have for me. And, you know, and I'm listening to these two ladies talk and, you know, the one that was in front of me. And, you know, like 
I'm like, wow, this is nice. You know how they exchanging recipes and stuff. But it's like a half hour later. I'm like, yo, I just want to get in my fucking room right now. You know, New York is no. We could tell when things. Uh, we could just look at a line and see how it's going and be like, nah, I'm not doing this right now. I can't. Yeah, I right. Time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We have that acute sense of time as a New Yorker. Yeah. But I had I had nowhere else to go. I had to wait for these two ladies to um, exchange recipes and uh, you know and uh, was it like a. Was it like a short stay motel, like fifty dollars for four hours, and you could stay for like four hours? No, no, no. This was the the, the like the Q like the Q motor in. It wasn't like the Q motor in. <laughs> Luckily, you know what? <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'll be honest with you. If I, uh, I I used to stay at places like that when I first started comedy, but now uh, I'm not like Andrew Dice Clay thing. Like I, my friend told me a story about Andrew and how he uh, there was he he said a limo's got to pick me up. So a Lincoln Town car showed up and he was like, nah, I'm not, unless a limo shows up, I'm not getting in the car like to bring him to the show. I'm not showing up. So there you go. <laughs> anyway, quarter let's in the bed. Uh, in the bed let's um, let's go into the chat before we start okay. the stories. We have a lot, a lot of great stories tonight. So uh, you want to go ahead and, and start off the chat? So I'm going to do something that I'm sure this young lady's never heard. Ba, Roll call. Ba 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 uh jojo hello jojo jojo's here uh katarina frodlova katarina frodlova hi can you do the press conference in 10 minutes what leilani simon arrest okay um hello uh rutan griffin peter pranzo what's up lt harlem raiders you know since you. Uh, i can't even say what i wanted to say i'm gonna save it i got a Don't big announcement it. coming up uh, I'm gonna it. probably I'm gonna do it next week after Thanksgiving. Mis let... Mystique, Mystique, Mystique. Hello, hi, Mystique. Welcome. That's a new name. Uh, Mary Goldstein. Hello, Mary. How you doing? <laughs> she says Angel Face is back. <laughs> I'm doing a little uh, November. I'm trying to get the little beard going. Um, so we'll see. Mary Goldstein. Hello, darling. Uh, Dan one. What's up, Danny boy? Anne Marie. Hello, darling. She's here. Hi, Anne Marie. Uh, Dawn Marie. Hello, Dawn. Hello. Morgan Ashley Roll. Good evening from Buffalo Snowflake, New York. Oh, my goodness. How I hope you're you safe. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. And what a dug disaster. yourself out. <laughs> you know, how, how accurate are, are uh, forecasts now? They said they were going to get six feet, and damn it, they got exactly six they feet. They don't man. give a shit, though, up there. It's like nothing to them. You know what's they funny is that you figure that. If you live up there, you would have like a better system. I saw an interview with a uh, like a young man, and they were talking to him. He's like, "Yeah, he was shoveling," yeah. and he was like, "He was talking about like, yeah, the, you know, the two feet came so quick, and he's been <laughs> shoveling for four days." You figure that they would, oh, like if you live in that type, you know, Buffalo gets more slow snow than like anybody else in the world, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Except That's for Alaska. Yeah, the lake effect snow. <laughs> So you figure you'd have something better than actually shoveling. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, this kid's out yeah. there shoveling, man. Get to get a flamethrower. Flamethrower. That's not uh, a bad idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. London girl from across the pond. Hello, London girl. London girl. Who else we got? I don't see Mrs. Pranzo in here. I'm getting a little worried. She's always uh, showing up. There she goes. I see her. Um, Raquel is right here at the bottom. She's in. Kimberly and Demong. Um, Hello. K.H. Walker. Hello, hello, hello. Um, Julie La Rosa. Hello, Julie. Hola, Julie. Hola. Uh, where's 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 Raquel? I don't see her. The Rose. Hello, the Rose. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, we're gonna get into the recruits that were mowed down. We're gonna talk about it. Um, where there's Raquel. Hello, darling. How are you? Uh, Mrs. Pranzo. Good to see you. All right, let's go. Let's get into it. Yeah, we're going to get into all the stories except for um, the Idaho, the four college murders, because Bill's going to talk about that after uh, our At hour. seven, yeah, yeah. So we're going to leave that for him. 
But it, there's still so many stories to get to. Uh, this has been like some week in crime, man. I got to tell you. Uh, the heartbreaking news coming out of uh, Colorado Springs. Five killed in a shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the the ki- the shooter right here. It's very hard to get a picture. the The mom scrubbed uh, all the pictures of them out, but somehow somebody captured this one. His name is Anderson Lee Aldrich. He's twenty two years old. Yep. He uh, went into this club with uh, an AR fifteen and uh, a handgun. And started shooting. He killed five people. And uh, these are two of them right here. Uh, Derek Rump and Daniel Aston. They were amongst the five people killed. They were both bartenders there at the club. Um, the kid had a past run-in with the police. And uh, it was actually his mother who called up. It was, uh, he, he had a bomb in the house. Right. And um, this is him actually exiting the house. We got I got some video of uh, of this, so we'll, we're going to play some video so you can get a little idea of uh, who this kid is. No, wait, that's not it. Hold on one second. One second, I messed up. Uh, where is it? Is this it? Yeah, video share screen. No, okay. One second, I forgot how to do this. Uh, I just want to break that. Just watch this. This is from uh, that incident that uh, that I mentioned, the bomb threat that his, uh, his mother called. That's and him exiting. More details are emerging about the suspected shooter, including a 2021 arrest for felony menacing and first-degree kidnapping, according to a news release at the time, after his mother says he threatened her with a homemade bomb and other weapons. This is an act of evil, a horrific act. Uh, Colorado uh, is strong, we're resilient, uh, but this is really a time of need uh, for so many people that were directly affected by this. The shooting has left the LGBTQ community here devastated. For a lot of people like myself, we don't have families, so LGBT people really need somewhere that is a safe space, and Club Q gave that to us. My hopes is that we, we, do, we come out strong from this. Um, you know, we, we show the communities that don't, want LGBT people to be out and about. Um, we show them that we are here. We, are, we aren't going and hiding in a hole. We are staying strong and we are continuing to fight for it and we won't give up. All right, so uh, let me just get back to uh, stop sharing this. I'm on spaz right now. <clears throat> so um, that video Sorry. footage that you see him exiting the house there, that was after his mother called the police. That he had bombed. Right. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Say what you were going to say. No, it was uh, just, uh, you know, ironic that uh, yesterday was actually, uh, I think it was National Queer or, or Trans Remembrance Day on the day that this happened, right? Because it happened mm-hmm. after midnight, supposedly. So, I mean, again, listen, it's horrible. It brings you back to Pulse. Um, those of you who don't know, my sister's uh, gay, lesbian. She just married her, her wife um, in April. Uh, I mean, you know... It, Shout out to them and, and, you know, the community, right? They're going through a lot of pain. I mean, it sucks. It sucks. This is a, a, vid, a vigil that's going on that's being held outside of Club Q. And uh, this is just some of the stuff there. So over, there is I something There is something that I wanted to go to, to, to say. <clears throat> so yesterday um, on Twitter, right away, uh, Nidia Velasquez sticks out to me because she's one of the, the people from New York, one of the politicians. And she says, every GOP politician who, I'm paraphrasing, who, you know, spews anti-gay um, or LGBTQ messages is responsible and complicit for what happened. And I just don't get how these poor people, their bodies aren't even cold yet. And these morons, and she wasn't the only politician doing it. They were all over fucking Twitter blaming the GOP. It's like, that's that's what you have. Like, that's how you have to fucking, that's what you come out with when these five people lost their lives 
and this community is in mourning and you're fucking the first thing that comes to your mind is to spew this is all on the GOP like what the fuck is wrong with people well you know we what happens is when these uh, mass shootings happen everybody like dives in right away and they're looking for the suspect and where he leans and is it going to benefit their side, their argument, whatever? I mean, Biden was really quick to say we have to ban assault rifles, um, you know, and they politicize it almost immediately. And we still don't know, like, these investigations take time. You know, uh, we're, uh, people are expecting that as soon as it happens, we have all the answers. You know, they got to go through this kid's computer. They got to find out... Um, you know, what he was into. And everybody's like waiting to see which side was right. But I want to share something with you, okay? This incident that happened prior to the mass shooting, um, Anderson Lee Ulrich, uh, 22 years old. If you see this picture that I'm posting right now on the right, he's got an, a helmet on, like a riot gear helmet and a Ballistic vest. helmet, yeah. Yeah, yeah and uh, if you can... I tried to share to get the video to share with us tonight, but I watched it, but I couldn't. I couldn't figure out how to download it. But during the course of this video, he's recording himself saying what he's going to do. And that's why his mom called the police. OK, he's mm -hmm. saying, I'm going to blow this place to holy hell. And uh, this was prior to the to, to the shooting. Obviously, today, this was a whole complete other incident. But. You have this kid in a ballistic helmet, right, and with a vest. He's armed, and he's on video, right? And he's – wouldn't you think, like, this is a person that maybe um, should – you know, you got to put him in a mental place or in prison or something temporarily for a couple of years, maybe 10 to, to straight – you know, I don't know what do you do with this, but this is something Matt, Matt Walsh posted – the shooter in Colorado Springs was arrested a year ago for felony menacing for the first degree kidnapping. The DA decided not to pursue the charges. This is yet another case of violent criminals set free to cause more harm. You had, If you want to talk about somebody who had the potential to be a mass shooter, this was the person. You had him. Yeah. He Close walked out on this particular incident with his hands in the air towards the SWAT team truck on this particular incident. But you have to get this person out of circulation. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. this is the kind of stuff that's going to happen. Get him out of GP. And not only yeah. that, but his mother, after he got arrested for that, she's putting, uh, obviously, this is a mom who cares for her son. She probably thought he had a bad day. But she's asking for money. Uh, no, she's asking, does anybody know a fantastic defense attorney? I ask this with a heavy heart, but my family really needs some help at this time. We have the cash to retain good this was, counsel. This was the first incident she was Yeah, asking yeah. The mother this. was yeah. asking for that. So <clears throat> even after he does this, he's walking around in his house recording himself in a ballistic freaking helmet, um, a, a bulletproof vest. He's armed. His mother's looking to get him off. You figure she'd probably want him out, at least get some help. Yeah. Well, that's the problem, right? I mean... It's part of the problem of, with everything that's happening today, right? And we can bring it back to New York, how Eric Adams is always touting these violence interrupters. The violence interrupters have to be parents. They have to be people who care about these individuals to stop them from doing the shit they're going to do. Um, if you don't have people who uh, give their kids consequences for their actions, instead of saying, hey, listen, I want a good defense attorney, you know, um, you want to give them consequences for their actions. This is what you, this is what manifests, right? This but is what you end up even, enabling. She's not even asking her friends on the side. Yeah. If you just yeah. asked 10 people, yeah. somebody would yeah. give you the name to somebody who could give you the name <clears throat> to somebody else. She's posting this online. Yeah. You know, yeah. so like you wonder what happened to this kid, right? Yeah. That's his mother, like a fucking idiot, like online right. asking, I want to defend my son after he threatened to blow up the whole freaking house. Right. Yeah. Instead of seeking counsel. I mean, listen, uh, Lieutenant Pranzel says it, and he said it again in the chat. They they emptied the jails and the mental wards. Right. Yeah. So now mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're living amongst us, right? They're living amongst us. I'm not one 
You know this. You and I go back and forth about this a lot. I'm not one to blame mental illness all the time. I think obviously this fucking kid is nuts. So um, it's, it's a fucking horrible situation. All right, let's continue on to another. Uh, this thank, this is a horrible story, but thank God it didn't turn out any worse. So far, nobody's died. Um, Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez, suspect accused of mowing down 25 L.A. sheriff recruits on a morning run, was released from jail. This is the kid. Everybody was in uproar, but uh, they just want to make sure they have a tough case. Yeah. So in case you don't know what happened, there was recruits. They were running. They were doing their morning run. They had two police cars that usually one is in front and one's behind while they do their morning run. There's 75 recruits running in this street in San Francisco. Right. But what happened was uh, there was an incident that happened right before, uh, behind them. So the cars kind of sort of slowed down a little bit and they were running on their own. And that's when a car out of nowhere comes out driving the wrong way down the street and just runs right into the recruits running. And uh, we got video. I'm going to show you this uh, just so you can get an idea of what happened. Uh, where is it? <laughs> is this it? Let me see. Is this it? Yeah, this is it. What happened? With breaking news, we can now identify the suspect as 22-year-old Nicholas Joseph Gutierrez of Diamond Bar. This morning, he is behind bars. He was arrested on assault with a deadly weapon, and he is now being held on a $2 million bail. Take a look at the video. The suspect behind the wheel as he drove the wrong way on Mills in Whittier yesterday, slamming his car, his SUV, straight into a platoon of law enforcement recruits out for their morning training run. The moment of impact actually caught on nearby surveillance cameras. You can see the 22-year-old drivers, Gutierrez's SUV, going the wrong way, hitting the three dozen law enforcement recruits, injuring Look at that. over Look at two that. dozen of oh them, my God. and leaving behind a scene of devastation. There were at least two dozen injured, and this morning, five remained in critical condition, while others have been released from the hospital with minor injuries but the road to recovery we're told is going to be a very long one now exactly why you have uh, uh there was several there's a few recruits that lost their legs both their legs really um, oh that's so freaking horrible super critical um incident so there's NBC the NBC affiliate out there in LA or whatever county they're in He's going to do a story tonight at, on their 11 o'clock news about his side of the story. I don't know if you saw this. Um, no. They, uh, I saw he was interviewed, but I couldn't find it. Yeah. So they're talking about his side of the story. They want to know his side of the story because he's claiming his injuries weren't from the car accident. He's sitting there with his sister and his mother or an attorney and his mother uh, claiming that they beat the bulls off him, apparently. Um, so there's two things, right? People were jumping and they're angry that this guy's out. And I get it, right? But um, a friend of mine, Sal La, La Barbera, he's a, a retired homicide uh, sergeant from LAPD Homicide. You know Sal, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so right. he he said they have to build a case, right? So you have to charge, uh, you have to arrest and charge uh, within 48 hours or you have to let him go. Um, mm -hmm. Reckless endangerment wouldn't have been enough to hold him. Uh, you don't want to overcharge and screw this up, and you don't want to undercharge and screw it up because you only got one shot. So they decided to let him go. He doesn't pose a flight risk because he doesn't have a criminal history. Mm -hmm. So while I get it that people are pissed off that this guy's out, they know where he's at. They're monitoring him, hopefully, and hopefully his arrest is imminent. Um, Villanueva, Sheriff Villanueva came out and said that they had probable cause to determine that this was intentional, and I think he spoke too soon because obviously the DA hasn't charged yet. And they let him out. So there's a lot of moving parts to this. Uh, we got to wait and see how it plays out. And obviously, prayers to the uh, recruits that were fucking, you know, annihilated by this fucking kid. <clears throat> well, like you said, they um, they want to make sure they do everything right. Yeah. Want to because, unfortunately, you know, they're in a state and in a city, San Francisco, that 
they have these laws that people have to get released at a certain time for whatever reason. 48 hours, uh, yep. Whatever it is. Let them do their homework. And uh, when it's time to go get them, they're going to go get them. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, there was no – there's no press conferences, right? Biden didn't stand at his podium and say anything, you know, prayers are with these recruits. I know. Unless right? I missed I just, it. Unless I missed it. I know. It. You're so right. right? You're so um, right. That's so weird, right? Isn't it? Yeah, there's nothing. I mean, nothing. you know, not, not George Gascon or whatever the fuck his name is. We saw remember? the video. We, we yeah. just saw Nobody's, the video. How horrible is that video? Nobody's praying for these uh, law enforcement officers. Um, and imagine if that was a Black Lives Matter march and somebody drove oh, their truck it. into it oh, and they were claiming God. that they did it by accident. Do you think that person would have been out on the street or do you think they would have made sure that they had the, the charged the shit out of that person and I'll let them go. So there's two sides to the coin, right? Um, oh, so what, what you just mentioned, else. I didn't even think about that, but you're yeah. 100% right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Fuzzy Doxy says, uh, was Pelosi attacker released? Nobody even knows what happened to this guy, right? No, no. There yeah. hasn't been a word. Like, what, no. where is he? What, the, yeah. what is that guy doing? Again, right? If it was, there's a double, there's a, there's a clear double standard. Nobody's, Doing international press conferences or national press conferences, I should say, saying that nothing, appraisal with nothing, them. Uh, nothing. You know, there was there was no mention before one thing before football games for them. There's nothing. no. It's like you know, or NBA games. Or, you know, so I mean, it goes on and on and on. It's just the, the hypocrisy is just confounding. You know, on a lighter note, the NYPD is uh, has reached out to uh, San Francisco Police Department because they want to know. How they got 75 recruits. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is taking the job? Oh, yeah. Really? You had 75 yeah. recruits? Apparently. So apparently those are recruits that were going through the academy class, but they were for different agencies. Oh, okay. That's yeah, like... so. <laughs> so I think it's like 10 different agencies. So. All right. On yeah. to another horrible story. This one breaks my heart, man. Um, the more I look into it... Um, this is uh, Shanquella Robinson. She's from Charlotte, North Carolina. She went on a uh, vacation to Cabo, Mexico with uh, six of her friends, these people. So she's in the middle, and the pictures that you see on the right, three other women and uh, three men. And somehow she wound up dead. And at first they said, uh, uh, the maids found her. And at first, uh, well, her friend said it was alcohol poisoning, that she was very drunk the night before. And then um, the autopsy showed that she had a broken neck mm. and spine. Wow. And then this video came out, uh, which one of the people that were there recorded Um. So it turns out it wasn't um it wasn't poison. uh no actually let's do this one first and then we'll go to her father. The father breaks my heart. Uh, I'm trying to where is this freaking thing? Hold on one second. There we go. Rip the Charlotte community, a family seeking answers in the mysterious death of their daughter in Mexico. A new video cast doubt on the claim that her death was a tragic accident. And Queen City News anchor Morgan Francis has been staying on top of this story since the news broke of the woman's death. And she joins us now here in the studio. Morgan, the latest break, a video that's been circulating online. Yeah, Alicia, and this video has now gone viral, and it shows a woman beating up another woman who is naked. Family has confirmed to Queen City News that other woman is Shinquella Robinson, who died from a severe spinal cord injury. The video is difficult to watch, and out of respect for Shinquella Robinson's family, Queen City News will not air it in its entirety. But it does provide more insight into what may have happened at the villa in Cabo. Okay. New video shows a woman charge at Chinquella Robinson, who is naked, later delivering several punches and kicks to her head and neck. In the video, okay. someone urges Quella, fight back. Quella, can you at least fight back? No. She says no. When the autopsy came back, they said it didn't have anything to do with alcohol, said that she had been, um, she had a broken neck and her spine in the back was cracked. 
she had been beaten. As Queen City News first reported, the group of seven was on vacation together at a villa in Cabo to celebrate one of their birthdays. Robinson's family has been pleading for answers after Robinson's death certificate showed she died of severe spinal cord injury and atlas luxation, which is instability in the uppermost vertebrae. Friends, according to the family, told them multiple different stories. They said she wasn't feeling well. She had alcohol poison. They couldn't get a pulse. Each one of the, the people that was there with her was telling different stories. Queen City News has confirmed the group stayed in Villa Linda 32 in Cabo. The decor in the fight video matches that of a picture posted online of the primary suite at the vacation home. We sent right. the video to the FBI and U.S. State Department. All right, so... Um... It's a it's a horrible, horrible, horrible story. Um, who knows what happened? You know, the first My thing, thing is, so uh, who is that recording? Like, jump in and stop them from fighting. Like, why? Why do you have something you happened? Have, there, the, the girl why do you have in your brain to record something instead of jumping in there and separating. Like, the, how the fuck do people even do that? I read something where uh, it's not, it wasn't from like an accredited news source, but it mentioned that the, the girl that actually was in the was beating her was her friend. Now, first of all, the lady Shanquella was sleeping, and she was naked when this happened. She was awoken when they came to her room. So this was something that um, either they knew it was going to happen or something that happened on the trip there. But um, if you can hear, like, I just want to show you this. She in, says, in okay, case, before she hits her. Well, just so you know, like this is, this is a, uh, this is a dad. And it breaks my heart watching this. Um, it's going to break your heart to watch this, man. It was they, they attacked her, ma'am. It wasn't no physical. They attacked her, ma'am. I mean, it seemed like from my daughter was asleep, ma'am. You know, um, for all them to be in that room, and then you know they come in there like I don't know, woke up or whatever. The way it seemed like they attacked her, ma'am, and she naked, ma'am. You know, for a father to see that video, ma'am. That because my daughter's not a fighter, ma'am. She's not a fighter, not at all. For them to do what they did, ma'am, it just seemed like it was a plot because they couldn't have did that over here, ma'am. They couldn't have did over here. They couldn't have did that over here, you know, where her friends, all her friends are. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't have went down like that, ma'am. They don't realize, you know, what they didn't done, ma'am. They took a hole, they took a they, they they just robbed, they just put a hole in my heart, ma'am. That was my only child. It's just heartbroken, ma'am. You know, I That's can't even do a granddaddy. Can't even walk down the aisle, man. Can't even hear a voice. They just say, "Daddy." Yeah, man, that breaks your heart. Um, this was a setup. This was a, a supposed friends. These are them right there, by the way. All these people right there, and uh, just so you know, they were in Cabo, Mexico, and um, that's the FBI doesn't have jurisdiction in Cabo, Mexico. Right. Cabo Mexico is going to do their own thing, uh, their own investigation, Good and they're going to come, that. and then they're going to go to prison in Cabo Mexico, mm -hmm. and they will be extradited from the United States. By the way, yeah. um, this was just a tragic, tragic thing. It broke my heart, man. It really did. Um, you know, it, the reason why I even knew about this story was because Kyrie Irving uh, from the uh, New Jersey Nets donated a lot of money. Uh, to her thing and I saw that posted somewhere so uh, you know I mean no matter what this guy is involved in his turmoil and stuff like that with his team and <laughs> he does, he's an interesting character man like the guy uh, he donated money to her family and uh, so shout out to Kyrie let's go to the chat for a minute before we move on to other stories uh, and catch up with them where are we uh <laughs> Angel, exactly, yes. It will be all over the news hypocrisy. Yeah. Anne-Marie, uh, because there is probably uh, more to Pelosi's story 
that we <laughs> you're right you're right we know, yeah, nobody yeah. like what happened to this guy all of a sudden isn't that funny yeah. like what happened where is this guy what um, happened to him? i haven't heard one thing is he in jail did they let him out did anybody talk to him he'll be he'll be epstein where the fuck soon. is this guy <laughs> i mean if you really think about i never thought about it the whole news cycle's going on and we haven't heard one freaking peep yeah, is he in jail he's held, or yeah, out yeah. of jail yeah. And if he's out of jail, has anybody talked to him and asked him what the fuck know. we're thinking? How come this know, guy man. gets to? St- how come this guy gets to stay in jail? There's nobody dead at that scene. <laughs> right. Think about it. Nobody died at that scene. Yeah, yeah, no. This homicide. They, they Why is he in prison? That's the point, right? They well, let not, people out all the time, prison, but in jail. Mean, well, yeah, when it's right. convenient, apparently yeah. this guy's. Uh... All right, Mary hypocrisy. Garcia. The news always wants to talk about people being targeted for their skin color, but what about officers being targeted just for wearing the blue? Same idea. It's wrong either way. Absolutely. And Mary Goldstein's 100% right. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this turns out that this kid was either somebody who was trying to be a recruit and pissed off because he got uh, denied or some kid that just hates cops and future cops, um, then I, I agree with you 100%. Like, this story is not covered. You said uh, people lost their legs. Yeah. They weren't even... Yeah. Co- they're recruits. Yeah. Like, who I knows? I just hope... I hope the right investigator gets a hold of the evidence because if they scrub this guy's uh, social media or they go into his computer and his hard drives and he's, you know, one of those fuck 12 guys, one of these fucking ACAB, all cops are bastard yeah, guys... Yeah, you know, I, uh, hopefully the right person gets the information. Man. I don't put anything past these fucking assholes hiding shit. A boxing MMA three six five. People love to record everything. If he would have stopped it, she'd probably be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about it, just like, let's just say for argument's sake, they really had like she did something horrible in that group of friends, right? And then. It wasn't supposed to be a death. It was just supposed to be a beatdown. Mm-hmm. And this guy who was recording it uh, was one of their friends and wanted to see her get her do justice. Like, how does this video even get out? Like, like somebody's uh, maybe they could hack their phones. Uh, Everybody well, who's well, yeah, involved. If somebody's yeah. sitting on the sidelines and knows exactly who the players are, hacks their phones. It could even be from the police department, somebody there, and actually let out evidence that you probably would have never known that helps the case. Yeah. We're, we're, that's the type of age we're living in right now. That's right. That's you right. know what I'm saying? Uh, so, uh, an outside person involved with, in the police department that knows the skills but not isn't a cop. He's not sworn. The problem is, so these um, uh, people, these these people like Apple, where you got to go into their cloud and and all these uh, Silicon Valley companies, they make it almost impossible to get people's uh, stuff. Uh, they, they fight it tooth and nail. When I was on the JTTF, um, mm-hmm. it was a constant battle fighting with these people to put preservation letters and stuff like that on people's accounts because they were always letting them know that we were watching them and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So, um, you know, unfortunately, I can tell you that these people aren't on our side, of course. No, they're not on our side. But at the same time, if you had an outside source... Yeah, that yeah. um, you know, yeah, was on the payroll and or just loved police and was mm-hmm. hacking, you know, was doing your homework for you on the side and would release yeah. it on their own behalf, just to help investigations. Hey, who's gonna who's gonna hurt? You know, yeah, it happens, true. man. It happens on both sides. Absolutely. So, um, Absolutely. video. This is uh, this is one case that you showed me. <laughs> this is so funny. Video shows man throw brick at window of New York City gay bar. Fourth attack at the same spot in a week. Um, I don't know what happened, but something happened with this guy. He's freaking annoyed as shit. That's him right there, and that's even a closer look at him. This guy gets really pissed. He's he's got something with this gay bar. Uh, in New York City where there's a ton of gay bars. And I understand that everybody's talking about hate crimes, this, that, and the other, but let me just, listen, let's just watch the video and then you guys could judge for yourselves. Uh, you tell me what happened here. Okay? 
<laughs> Wait a minute, I gotta find the video. Uh, okay, here it goes. He's now what? Pay attention to how he throws the brick. That's my point. <laughs> and you tell me what happened here. Did he get tossed out of the bar? Was there? Does he's got something with this bar? This guy, but a gay bar in Hell's Kitchen was the target of several brick throwing incidents recently. Now, video here. From city council member Eric Botcher shows a man throwing a brick. <laughs> Let's go back. Let's go back one second. Okay. I don't know what this guy's problem is with this bar, but he really wants to. Uh, he wants to let him know that he's not happy with. Uh, this brick and furs. That's on 9th Avenue near 49th Street. Police say oh, there fuck. were at least two other. Wait, wait, wait. We got it. I want to go back to. And furs where... here. From city council member Eric Botcher shows a man throwing <laughs> a <laughs> Okay, so first of all, the bar owner for some reason was aware that the, the place he was purchasing might be attacked. I don't know how you have that premonition. You were in the freaking Manhattan, okay? The, there's so many gay bars. It's unbelievable, right? So, but he put this glass up that couldn't get shattered. So, even though this guy didn't have the best throw, like let's just say for, he wasn't, he, he, it doesn't look like he ever played baseball. Not, <laughs> and if he did, they probably put him in right field, but he didn't shatter the glass at all, by the way. Like it was, if he like, played, if he played football, what position would he play? Uh, <laughs> right, go ahead. Tight end. There you go. But look at it. Let's look at him one more time. You mean to tell me nobody in the neighborhood knows who this guy is? Yeah, they know. It's a perfect picture of his face right there. He's not that. <laughs> he's not from far away. Something like, happened Waldo without the fucking hat. Something happened uh, in that bar. He's got a vendetta with that particular bar. Either he got overcharged or some fucking nonsense. But this guy, in case you see him, you call Crime Stoppers. Okay. Because he's no. got a thing with this bar. And, you know, <laughs> he's a tall guy, thin, white male, glasses. Come on, man. Somebody's <laughs> got, got He's probably got a really fat bank account, too. Right? You know what he doesn't have? A contract with Major League Baseball. <laughs> nobody. A future. No, he doesn't have a future in MLB. No, nobody's looking for him to pitch. Okay, this is how crazy New York City has gotten, okay? Um, this is uh, Ariana Grande. We all know her, the famous pop singer. She's got a, a brother named Frankie Grande, and he's 39 years old, and he uh, is an entertainer in his own right. He does uh, Broadway shows, and he's a singer and a dancer, and he's very, very talented. And he's walking through New York City, uh and not a bad area either. This is, I mean, listen, it's Times Square, but it's 6 p.m. at night on November 9th. It's probably just dusk. It's getting dark. This is the area. There's a lot of people there. And two kids come up to him, and they hit him in the head with something. What the fuck? <laughs> what? What, wait, are you, wait, shut what? What are you doing? <laughs> His hair. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm je Look at all that beautiful fucking hair. Yeah, I'm jealous. Great. I would do that. Listen, listen. He got. He was robbed. 39. He was 39. He's walking he through times, and he and he let a 13 year old kid punk him. It was a like, 13 year old and a 17 year old. They were apprehended. What the fuck? But here's the thing: it's a 13 year old. <laughs> they hit him in the head with something. Accountability, like we spoke about earlier. Where the fuck are his parents? Where are yeah, their parents? Uh, I know. Well, I mean, well, listen, it's, uh, you it's know six, your kid is a badass kid. It's 6 p.m. at night. In all it fairness, doesn't matter. My which son, makes the crime even worse. And look at this street, by the way. You know, Let me, I, I'm in that area all violence. the time. There's tons yeah. of people there, yeah. uh, especially there's a lot of gay people walking in pairs. The fact that these two kids were able to, well, they got did you caught. Just say you're, did you just say you're there all the time and there's a lot of gay Yeah, well, there's walking. a comedy club there I perform in. Okay, wink, wink. sorry, I misread. Wink, wink. <laughs> I misheard you. Uh, Thirteen and a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> I I forgot. I forgot. What I was gonna say now, damn it. 
But um, there's a lot of people walking around. You said it's highly populated area. Yeah, and what the hell is going on in New York City? A 13 year old and a 16 year old, and they oh, uh, what did they take from him? Well, they took his Louis Vuitton bag. What? And, yeah, that's the thing. You know, they have an eye for this kind of stuff, and they can even really? tell real. Yeah, I bet you they can even tell real ones. Because there's a lot of fake ones, you know, especially in that area. Oh, they yeah. sell them there. You can get a fake Rolex. Yeah, you got to fucking you can get China some drugs that ain't really what you thought they were going to be. Uh, mm. A bag, a Chanel bag that's not a Chanel bag. But inside was his uh, his phone, his sunglasses, which I would imagine were really freaking hot. Uh, headphones, a wallet, and all uh, his stuff. And yeah, man, it's it's horrible that, you know, he's just walking through the city the way he used to prior to this crime wave and everybody is going to get educated they want this is the same type of person or people that want to they just want to roll through with their louis vuittons but this is a, a this is a different time right now so in the chat kh walker says some 13 year olds can be six feet tall if a 13 year old is six feet tall which i guess is possible they're probably gonna be really light in the ass there's no, no way. I'm going to tell you something right now. There's no He's 100% way. right. Who said I'm, that? I'm letting K.H. Walker. There's K. no way I'm Walker. letting a 13-year-old. I'm 6'5". There's no way a 13-year-old is fucking robbing me. Sorry. I take shits bigger than 13 years. Listen to me. I was 6'4", at 13 years old. And <laughs> no, I never, grew, I never, no, and I never grew another lying. inch. I'm telling no, you. you were. I grew no. 7 inches your, in one summer. Your penis, your penis was the same I'm size as you were 13. I'm telling you, man. I was on the high school basketball team. I was oh, six foot four. Yeah, you were in six four. Freshman year, freshman year. I'm six foot four. No, I'm the third string center. I suck. No, you weren't. But I'm, I was. Out. I was the tallest kid no, on the team. I'm you were six four at thirteen. I'm no, six four at, at at fourteen years old. That's summer. Yeah, and you were probably 125 pounds soaking wet. It, I know. I was. Yeah. I was. But I was really tall. <laughs> Get out of here. People bullshit. used to bump into me and they go like, what the fuck happened to you? Not 6'4". Not 6'4". It was the weirdest thing. I, I grew six inches in one summer. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. I swear. I swear <laughs> okay. Uh, all, right, all right. Uh, so let's just keep moving on. We got more. Uh, so this is great, man. This is the one thing that's cool about being in New York City. Like, if you're from not from New York City and you don't really know what crack is and how it goes down. You could just come to New York City. You could jump on a train and you could watch somebody (laughs) smoke crack right in front of you. Watch man having the time of his life smoking crack on the subway. Yeah, this guy just... I want to know who that guy is sitting next to him like he doesn't give a shit. Like, that guy is just sitting there. He's holding onto his purse. Look at him. Uh, Yeah, but he's fucking... He just doesn't... Like, why would you sit there and allow this... What are you going to do? Like, get the fuck up and get away from us. Sorry. Why? Buddy. It's only crack. He's not hurting you. He's smoking something. <laughs> I'm, you ever been around somebody smoking crack? That shit stinks. No. And you know why? I'm going to tell you something right now. Because crack is a solitary drug. It's the it type of drug you do by yourself. It doesn't It doesn't smell that bad. It smells when you're it smells cooking like it and smoking base. it. It smells. Okay. It stinks. But it, it stinks. doesn't smell anywhere near as bad as, as marijuana. Now, here's my argument to you. As what? 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 You want marijuana. To Marijuana. It doesn't smell as bad because if you Hashish, come to New- weed, you live up, you live upstate right now. If you come to New York, the whole city smells like pot. Oh it's no! Legal. I went. I went to Madison Square Garden to uh-huh. see Joe Coy to see Joe oh, yeah. Coy at Madison Square Garden. And <clears throat> as soon as I parked my car by Midtown South and I walked down to Thirty Third and Eighth, some savage was in the fucking <laughs> street throwing fucking uh, tipping garbage cans over, and I was gonna yeah. fucking break his jaw. Um, he got like within 15 feet of my wife and I was going to lose my fucking mind. And then I crossed the street and in front, I think there's like a Dwayne Reed in front of Massachusetts Square Garden. There's some other savage with a fucking boombox walking around with music blasting a todo volume, like fucking super <laughs> blasting loud. Um, and it stunk like weed. The, the streets were disgusting. There were fucking homeless people everywhere. It, it's a fucking disaster. It's, I hate well, going to the city. I hate it. The one thing about it is is pot, although you say savage, it's a pretty comfortable in the city. The smell is it's almost stunk. getting used to. It does. Disgusting. It does. But for some reason, and I don't know why, it's just uh, the culture. Crack is a solitary drug. 
like you kind of sort of do it by yourself what away from mean? people. What I'm saying is that everybody posts on social media smoking a joint. You know what I'm saying? I'm here with my joint. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People, mm-hmm. Hot smokers post that all the time. Okay. But you never hear, you never see pictures of crackheads. Like, but why would you post a picture of you? Because it's fucking... a solid. Uh, my point is, it's a solitary drug, cracking it up like fucking Pookie, you, New Jack City. For some reason, who knows why the psychology, uh, psychology behind the drug is? But this is that's why this is such an unusual thing. But if you really think about it, it's not a different. If this guy lit up a joint next to you on the subway, you'd be like, "What a fucking asshole!" I know pot is legal in New York City. But you shouldn't be smoking pot on the subway. He's not smoking pot. He's smoking crack. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's just listen. One, I remember in in my police science class, my police science instructor in the academy, John Vasic, mm-hmm. who ended up being my zone captain when I was uh, a detective. He told me, if you ever doing, if you're ever doing a vertical in a building and you see a guy smoking crack mm-hmm. or shooting up, let him finish. Right. Because if you interrupt them in the middle of it or you try to fucking take them in the middle of it, especially somebody shooting heroin, it could go bad. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Listen, yeah. one time I went on we went on a warrant hit and we got this guy up. We're getting him dressed. And he goes, hey, man, he had a bottle of like uh, liquor on on his uh, nightstand. He goes, do you mind if I, I take a, a swig before we go? So I was like, nah, nah, go ahead. So he takes the thing, and he just fucking lifts it up, opens his mouth. Instead of taking like a shot, opens his mouth. He takes the whole freaking thing in. I'm like, yo, 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 yo. It was like half a bottle he took in one shot. But now he's going to die in your custody. The guy was cool the whole fucking way. Yeah. Now now we get to get his drink. He's chilling. We're in Queens Criminal Court, and. um, you know, he's still in the kind of sort of stupor, but we had to pick up a lot of other people along the way. So he's been with us for two or three hours. No problem. But I know he could be a problem. And I see him. He's coming out of it a little bit, but I got him calm. And then the court office comes up and he's talking to me. He goes, uh, what's this guy's problem? And I'm like, Shh, just forget about it. Don't worry about it. He goes, and he looks at me. What's up with you? And the guy goes, fuck you. <laughs> and fuck this judge. Where is he? Nice. I've been waiting here for a half hour. Where's the fucking judge? And he starts screaming out. I want to come in here. Hear my fucking case. And the fucking judge peeks his head out. Ooh. So now the judge came out just on spite. But the thing is, you need a just cause to put him to like lock him away. So now the judge doesn't know what to do Contempt with him. Contempt the court. <laughs> so the guy's fucking yell. And I told the fucking guy, I'm like this. I'm like, I told you, shut up. Why? You I told you not to mess with the guy. He was in a fine mood. <laughs> so you just put up a real story. Okay, listen, listen, there was anybody who's been, anybody who was on the job can tell you. There has been numerous times, right, where you respond to the scene of something and you have to lock a guy up. And and when you take him into custody and is and it's without incident and the guy's calm and you mm-hmm. put him in the back of the RP and then you see one fucking car oh. driving up and you know who's in that fucking car yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're just, like, stay the fuck away from this guy because yeah, you're going to set him off. You're going to get... set him off and we're going to end up in the hospital because I'm going to have to break his fucking jaw. There's always a cop. <laughs> There's always a cop that comes through just to fucking instigate shit oh, and rouse shit God. up. Yeah, make yeah, your yeah. cut. Um, man, we, we might go over tonight because we had too much. There's another story wedding photographer pistol whipped in front of newlyweds in San Francisco. Okay, so this is park in San Francisco, a beautiful park that people like to go take pictures in. There's no beautiful okay, parks at, in San Francisco anymore. That's look at that. Look district. at that. People take shit. It's everywhere. called, um, that's a pallet- picture from that's a picture from 20. 20- 2002. This is called uh, the Palace of Fine Arts, Angel. And uh, people come here to take their wedding pictures. But uh, the local thieves in the neighborhood, now mind you, this has become a neighborhood in San Francisco that there are signs posted all over. uh, Don't leave any valuables in your car because there's been (laughs) car thefts and cars broken into. But now this is the new crime that's happening because of this place. Uh, 
so many people come to take their wedding pictures what? at the Palace of Fine Arts. Look at how beautiful that is. It's Look at that. that uh, Relax. But, but what is that thing over there? What it's do you call pretty. That it's not what that is it fucking... But I'm just saying, it's like it a, it's, it's like a dome, like a fucking... It's like a, uh, a, it's uh, like a giant gazebo, right? Like a fucking... Um, wait, there's one in... um. What is that? Fort Tryon Park or something? What is yeah, it's, it's pretty, there? though. If you're getting married yeah, and you want to take it... It's all right. It's okay. The what Presidio. Angela Ng says the Presidio. Everybody gets their wedding pictures there. Wasn't but that a now, movie with Sean Connery, the Presidio? Yeah, it was. The local thugs have figured out that, you know, we can we can make money off these people's... Uh, Listen, they're, they're okay. enterprising young men and women, right? They, they see a new business opportunity. We could, we could rob new, a whole new fucking batch of clientele. The equipment that these photographers use, if they're thousands any good, dollars, thousands, is thousands of dollars. So here's a picture of the groom with his hands up. So he's taking... <laughs> and I'm laughing, but I'm not... Wait, he's an old white? What is he, I, fucking no, doing no. his communion? No, he's getting married, man. Well, wait, but why is he an old white? What is he fucking... Because he's got a fucking white tuxedo on. That's the way they why? chose to get married. These are Asian people. That's, that's fashionable. It's an Asian pop, couple, man. look. It's after Look, Labor he's Day. He's an Asian couple. Look, you can see his face. He's an Asian oh, couple. Yeah, yeah. So he should have fucking karate chopped them. Look at how many. There's two, at least two, dressed in all black with a gun, robbing the photography equipment from the photographer. Have you ever heard of anything? You can't even get married. So if they know this is a high crime area and they know that this stuff is happening, right? And sorry for my lighting. That was the um, second one, by the way. Why the second... isn't there? Why isn't there a foot post in the fucking park? That is the good question. That is the cool. Qu I would imagine it's because they can't get anybody. Uh, they don't have enough police officers in San Francisco okay. to just like just do like foot post <laughs> wait, at wait, the go highest. To chat. Go in the chat. Oh, wait, let's on. go to the chat. We're going to go Angela, over tonight, folks. Just Angela so you know, Ng, having a good Angela time. Ng, Fantasy Island. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. You look like Mr. Rourke, right? Uh -huh. And then and then London Girl. So apparently I offended London Girl. She said, he's a victim with an exclamation point. What's wrong with white? It's fashion for <laughs> pa. It's after Labor Day. You're not supposed to I, wear white anymore. It was, uh, it was November 9th, by the way. Yeah, it's after Labor Day. You can't do it. Uh, ninjas, there you go. Yeah, that's what they looked like. Unbelievable. Uh, went there years ago, so apparently it was the Presidio. <laughs> London girl says she's joking. I understand, I understand. I'm just joking with you back. Um, it's, so uh, I think it's actually called the Presidio, according to the chat. Everybody seems to be on board with that. Do you still get married? Do you still? Well, listen, they're already married. I mean, listen, the pictures. Well. Uh, the usually you take the pictures for no wait I guess no usually you go when you get married first and then you take the all right he's fucked this guy because you know it's not gonna work out if that's the first day you didn't even go on your honeymoon yet and all of a sudden you get like you have no wedding pictures right now <laughs> winter white kh walker says you could wear winter white no you cannot you cannot wear white unless you're on a fucking ski slope. And you have a uh, one of those thousand fifteen hundred dollar goose down white coats. That's right, it. We gotta we gotta go really fast okay, right now because we we only got on, two minutes, but we're gonna go over. I'm warning you guys, we're gonna go over real quick. I'm starving, so I'm not gonna over anything. I'm gonna fuck. No, we gotta go. Video shows unarmed guard blocking gunmen from entering. Oh, that was good. Yeah. The reason we're gonna go quick, but the reason why I want to show this is this is just heroics, by the way. This is just somebody that is going above and beyond the call of duty. That's instinct, uh, man. That's fucking right away. Boom. No thinking, just where acting. Is, uh, look at this guy. This guy's got an AR-15 in his hands. and It's secure, thanks to this guard at a Buffalo, New York methadone clinic. Surveillance cameras at the Alba de Vida Substance Abuse Treatment Ooh, Clinic. This guy walking into the lobby with an AR-15, appearing to fire one shot at the wall. The unnamed guard, who police say did not have a gun, didn't think twice. Immediately, he went towards the gunman. How great the is Buffalo that? Police Department has identified as 48-year-old Jeremy Griffin of Williamsville, New York. Shout out to Jeremy Griffin. Into a corner, pinned him up against the wall, dragged him outside before other guards came to his aid. Cops reportedly don't believe this was pre-planned and think the motive for the incident was an attempted robbery. How great was that? The best thing about that was the music in the background. Inside Edition has stayed trash. 
TV, like National Enquirer trash mm. shit TV with the music in the background. I love it. That was the best thing for me. All right. So we're running out of time. Uh, I just Hold wanna... on. Duncan Felonies, what is this? Where's the bill guy? Stand by. One more minute. He, uh, well, he comes up later. He's uh, He's got a whole hour before he's a he seven. comes up. He's, 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 no, is it seven? Next. He's oh, really? Seven, yeah. All right, last one. Um, this barred lawyer has learned her fate after firebombing car during George Floyd riot as a uh, second away sentencing. In, in case you don't remember, um, this, uh, what was her name? Rouge Rahman. She's a lawyer. She was a lawyer. She went to law school. And her and this other idiot decided to throw a Molotov cocktail at a, uh, an NYPD uh, vehicle. Luckily, there was nobody in it during the George Floyd riots. Not only did they get disbarred, but now she's got to do 15 months in prison. So That's bullshit, enjoy- first of all. No, it should be more. Obviously, she's... She, listen, This what else can he do? What else can he do? His show is at give nine. It, give it two it's years. Not, it's not at eight. It's at nine. It's, it's at seven. He's coming on at seven to talk about the uh, really to come, talk can, about the I, Idaho thing. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going over. So anyway, uh, listen. Happy Thanksgiving, folks. <laughs> this was a great show. Yes, uh, we had a lot of fun. Uh, please tune in again next week. We'll be back with the week in crime with Angel and Meso. Uh, God bless you. Mayo and Meso. Angel and Meso. Mayo and Meso. <laughs> I've been drinking through the whole episode. What are you talking about? Ay, ay, ay. All right, guys. Listen. Big Reekin Man. Facebook. Tw- wait. No, not Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. Um, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bendiciones. Um, happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much turkey. Go Cowboys. They kicked ass yesterday. Adios. Yeah, they sure did. They just suck as usual. Um, All right, man. All the best. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Adios. He wouldn't schedule like uh, one at 8 o'clock.